Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Megan. We're two ladies navigating life, mixing classic and current trends. Each week, we chat with a guest about their throwback interests and their latest discovery or cup of tea. We're the Grand Millennials. Millennials. Um, well, it's been a long time since we've been here. It has been like 10 minutes. I, well, I'm I just mean, kidding. when usually it's been like, well, yes, we have talked a bunch, <laughs> but it's been a while since we had one of these set downs with a microphone. Right. You know? Recording all the goodness that exactly. comes out of our mouth. I mean, they're gems. Super gems. Yeah. Is that a thing? Supernova. Sure. Super, super gem. Nova I like gems. a super gem. Does it make me do anything fun? Is this like it Avengers? Makes you shoulder me, obviously. It does. I did just it shoulder shimmy. Oh. <laughs> also, while we're shoulder shimmering, shimmying, let's talk about your hair. It's different. Oh, you yeah. Got a, you got a did today. Yeah, what's up? I did. Um, shout out to my girl, Allison. Allison Again, what's up? I'm pretty sure we shouted her out before. But yeah, today I got a fall refresh. So over the summer, I had gotten the highlights, and now I'm back to my red brown. Like am, it's Auburn? like an auburny, yeah. Not amber, Auburn. not an amber, yeah. A um, fancy word that starts with an A that yeah, I couldn't recall. It's great, yeah. so I'm feeling, feeling good, feeling fresh. Um, just did a color, no cut, so nothing super crazy except. Except it's a totally different color, so it well, looks yeah. awesome. Exactly. Yeah, Thanks yeah. I mean, not so that much. it didn't look awesome before. It's just no, like, oh, it, it just, changed. Well, it's officially fall, y'all. So. Yo, it is fall. What's up? What's My up, favorite pump- season. Hey, pumpkin. Hey, pumpkin. Hey, boo. <laughs> Here you go My for this. <laughs> yeah, so how has the first day of fall been for you? Uh, <laughs> fall is fall. fantastic. Yeah. Um, I guess it got a little bit warmer today, but... This, this week it's been like super nice. Oh my gosh, it's high sixties, low seventies mm-hmm. until today when it was like high seventies. But yeah, like you could comfortably wear a sweatshirt and like go for a walk. And yeah. there are occasionally like brightly colored leaves on the ground. Right, and it's really exciting. You've been finding them. I have not yet. I have an eye for these things. You do. You are the artiste in this uh, uh, yes combination. Speaking of um, art, art. Artiste and art. Long day, guys. Um, I had a wedding. Yeah. So that's exciting. Well, you back shot and... a wedding. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't have one. I'm not married. <laughs> surprising I'm still single. Hey, hey. It is surprising. It's so sur- shocking, in fact. Yes. No. Um, yes, I photographed a wedding, which was exciting. So That is so great. What yeah. was it like? You had to wear a mask. You masked up? I masked up. It was... Um, Overall, the date was lovely. The mask part was a little, you know, hard for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I occasionally took, like, tiny little breathers just to, you know, I don't Be even able know. To breathe. Feel sane. Um, but, yeah, overall it went, like, really smoothly. Timeline went well. That's great. Nothing was crazy. In fact, there was, like, a few little little gifts because oh. of COVID. You know, um, the dinner got moved outside. Nice. So then pictures for like first dance and speeches and stuff had this like beautiful greenery in the background instead of like being in a wooden darker historic um i don't know restaurant yeah um so in terms of in terms of pictures it made me really happy that's awesome so yeah that was fun um i have another wedding this weekend which is also fun. fun. So, yeah, it's good to, like, get back in the groove. Yeah, it feels more, like, normal because this is your usual prime time for, for weddings. It is, although I feel like my prime time self is a little bit um, out of practice. Right. So I'm like, this is exhausting. Everything is exhausting. But it's also, like, really fun. <laughs> it's sure. just like, ah, this is what it's like to be social, you know, yeah. or to, like, work Monday through Saturday instead of just Monday through Friday mm-hmm. or whatever. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's good. 
let's talk about you though. I feel like you've done a couple fun like folly sort of activities, baseball. Yeah. Didn't you go to the bullpen? Went to the bullpen, which is an outdoor bar um, in DC near the ballpark. If you're not from the DC area, um, that was fun. It was very calm like usually it's kind of like full of people and a little so, rabbi. yeah we thought we so I made an, a reservation because they said they're encouraged and then we got there and they're like yeah take whatever you know place you want and I was like do you need to do anything if we made a reservation they're like no yeah no we don't care so but it was a perfect evening it was a little bit chilly I had my denim jacket on Looking so fun. Yeah, it was really cute um so that was a lot of fun and then this weekend, um, went to the Guinness factory. Um, That's fun. I've never been is, there. Oh my gosh. We have to go because first of all, the beer is delicious. Second of all, um, the courtyard area is really huge. So there's lots, again, picnic tables. You order from like a QR code, super fast service. I had a, um, passion fruit nitro beer, but it was like cold beer. <laughs> no. It was not a cold brew, but it, I know it got in my head too. Um, but it was like a, a lighter beer. It wasn't like a, a dark traditional you know, like stout. Yeah. yeah, but they did have that too. There was a lot of different options and it was really fun. So it's out near Baltimore. Um, and it was just a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, the weather was perfect because it was this weekend. So uh, yeah, I was just kicking off fall and loving it. The spirit. Mm-hmm. That's super fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we've done anything else exciting. We had a little game night. We did. You know, that yeah. Was, Fun to see a couple friends mm-hmm. and, I don't know, just to have a sense of, like, normalcy. Yeah, but it was also, this week, it's felt more like normal times where I, like, have extra meetings and I, oh, I also started playing softball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> yeah, You're in so a league. our last guest, Kyle, and I are on a softball team, um, and so I am not good. But I try. You're there for it. I am there for it. Yeah, I'm trying just to be the like least, um, you know, liability. Oh my gosh, (laughs) you couldn't be a liability. Uh, Well, I'm catcher, which is very much like you wait for it to bounce and then you throw it back. And I'm getting how's that arm? It's better. So (laughs) it's not as sore as it was last week because our games are on Tuesday and right now it's Wednesday. Um, my shoulder the first night I like instantly was like warming up and I was like I think I pulled something um <laughs> but I played through it it's fine and then I put through the pain that's right yesterday I did a little bit better I knew kind of where I needed to step up to in order to get my throws to actually get in the uh pitcher's like glove instead of it hitting the ground and making me feel like an idiot like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um and then um I read some pitches right and I ended up getting walked um so good and that led to us scoring a run because it pushed everyone you know the bases were loaded um so yeah it's been it's been fun but it's weird because with masks people seem to be like not necessarily comfortable being super social and that's kind of the point of it yeah social league yeah but you can't really be social right so it's like oh hey strangers Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure most of these teams have played together except for ours. Some of the members of our team have played together, but um, it, we're kind of like the bad news bears, like hodgepodge team. <laughs> See, I feel like you guys are going to be like the underdogs that like bond and then, yeah, you know, Here's come hoping. from behind and I mean, sweep the whole thing. Sure. We have four weeks, so... Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, it's, shoot. It's like we've already played two weeks. and So it's... we only get two more? I mean, get four no, more. it's four more. So it's oh, like a six-week What a short season. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. But I guess 
you know, make the most of it. Yeah, we're going to, it's going to be great. We're going to break the rules and go cheer her on at one of her games. Yeah. The nine o'clock game in a couple weeks. Definitely. So yeah. maybe we'll bring some like hot apple cider and illegally cheer her on. That would be Because great. it's supposed to be like no um, fans. Yeah. Because of COVID. But it's like in a park. So right. How are they going to, what are they going to do? I'm just going to casually be getting my steps in. That's right. Because we have a little step challenge going on at work. Yes. So I can walk in place like an idiot and cheer for you at the same time. Right. So You'll just look like the really stressed out uh, baseball dad. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, come on. Come on, kid. You and then you got to take a walk to like, yeah, yeah, take a yeah. breather. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what's the step uh, step challenge? Oh, we have this uh, thing going on at work. So um, everybody submitted kind of like their daily step goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... We were broken out into teams, so there's three teams um, with apparently about the same, roughly like the same goal um, through our, like, I think there's eight people on a team, so I'm not really sure what my team, like, average goal is, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, if someone's goal was like 15,000 steps a day, like, he would have someone with that goal on every team, so it kind of, like, evens right. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm on the red team, nice. and go, red team, go. as of the end of last week which is our first week we were in first place hey but green team came out strong on monday Mm. and my red team did not i was also part of the problem i did like a couple hundred steps less than i was supposed to so i didn't meet the goal so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i'm the only one to blame but green is now in the lead so well you can come back yeah yeah we're fighters we can come back it's just um yeah it's funny it's fun Mm -hmm. i don't know i saw the coworker who's like leading it in the office today and he's like, you want to come with us get lunch? I mean, you can get more steps in, you know. So <laughs> I feel like everything is, like, related to getting steps. So yeah. it's kind of hilarious. But, I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. So, yeah. Otherwise, I feel like that's kind of I f- maybe sums up the last, last couple, couple of weeks. weeks. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure there's other great things that we've done that I just can't remember. Right. Yeah. School has started, so that means my reading, like – amount has gone down per day like I'm not reading like a book a week like I was you know um but speaking of books we are we're a couple weeks late on our um discussion of three weeks late it's fine it's fine you know what life has happened um you know we were discussing that maybe we would take a little bit of a a break to kind of regroup and reestablish our like our new norm our new norm and then get you guys some great guests um but today we're gonna go today today (laughs) 10 day what i said something today to you Uh, it was a mashup of words trouble in something problem problem yeah i said said a problem so that sounds like a problem it was good yeah i was editing photos and i was having a problem Mm -hmm. so it was fine (laughs) it works so that's kind of where we are today um but yeah i read this book um, that we're supposed to be talking about today, um, when we went to the beach, which was in August. Yeah, and, and I read it read at the it beach in, in like June. Uh huh. So, so it's going to be a wildly accurate synopsis. Exactly. So we're going to go more with like our feelings and emotions about the book, more so than accurate descriptions. So I'm going to let Megan pull up the um, Goodreads, the Goodreads like, synopsis. synopsis, and we'll be right back to talk about the two lives of Lydia Bird. Perfect. So we're back. Um, I'm just going to quickly or slowly read the <laughs> synopsis. When you were looking through the synopsis earlier and you started reading it, I was like, whoa, 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 please, would you do this on the podcast? Slow, Slow it, it down. down. I should enunciate, you know, all those things yeah. that you learn in 
speech class or something. Right. But, okay, here we go. It says Lydia and Freddie. Freddie and Lydia. They'd been together for more than a decade, and Lydia thought their love was indestructible. But she was wrong. On her 28th birthday, Freddie died in a car accident. So now it's just Lydia, and all she wants to do is hide indoors and sob until her eyes fall out. But Lydia knows that Freddie would want her to try to live fully, happily, even without him. So, enlisting the help of his best friend Jonah and her sister Elle, she takes her first tentative steps into the world, open to life, and perhaps even love again. But then something inexplicable happens. Inexplicable happens that great. gives her another chance at her old life with Freddie. A life where none of the tragic events of the past few months have happened. Lydia is pulled again and again across the doorway of her past, living two lives impossibly at once. But there's an emotional toll to returning to a world where Freddie, alive, still owns her heart. Because there's someone in her new life, her real life, who wants her to stay. Written with Josie Silver's trademark warmth and wit, The Two Lives of Lydia Bird is a powerful and thrilling love story about the what-ifs that arise at life's crossroads and what happens when one woman is given a miraculous chance to answer them. Sounds really dun, dun, dun. good. Yeah. Yeah. Minus a stutter in the middle. It was great. So good. You're so just real. I love it. Thanks, You're Freddie. Welcome. You're just such a good um, person at giving affirmation. Oh, thanks. I was going to say affirmer, and I was like, oh, that's a word. I mean, it is now. Yeah, um, it is. If problem is a new word, then affirmer definitely affirmer. is. Totally. Um, so, uh, what were your, okay, so in the beginning of this book, you have like the, the prequel almost, right? And then they talk about her getting ready for this like birthday dinner. And then all of a sudden you kind of see the writing of the wall. Cause like she, yeah, she has a phone conversation with Freddie and then all of a sudden she's like kind of short with him. And I was like, literally turning the page and like, he's going to no, die, no, no, isn't no, no. he? Yep. Yeah. Um, so I started reading this in March, actually. I, was, I got it from Amazon, and I was like, yeah, I heard this is a great book. And then I like read the first chapter, and I was like, this is too heavy for the pandemic. Right. I can't read this right now. Right. So then I picked it up again in June. Obviously, because so, by then we so were a... thinking that it was going to be over. So right, like, it was okay. like Sunshine and Rainbows in June, yeah. and now it's September, and we're back mm. where we are. Yep. But sorry. Anyways, that was just a little side note. Um, <laughs> yeah, so writing on the wall, Freddie yeah. dies. Right. And so then when it – it talks. It doesn't say in the synopsis explicitly how she starts living these two lives. And the main thing is she goes through her, you know, grieving. She's starting to grieve, and then um, her family and friends decide that she needs to go to the doctor and try to f- be able to sleep. Really, right? Because she's not sleeping. So she gets this experimental sleeping pill. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a trial, um, and then she has these really vivid dreams where Freddie is still alive right so what were your thoughts when she starts going into this kind of parallel life so on the one hand I was like oh like what a gift you know like she can like I don't know still communicate with Freddie Mm -hmm. um that sounds really creepy but you know it's just like oh well you know she didn't really get like a proper goodbye Mm -hmm. you know so it's like kind of beautiful that it's super super realistic but as the book goes on she becomes like more and more attached to just like wanting to sleep all the time because then yeah. Freddie's still there, mm-hmm. which is kind of making her neglect the relationships and the people in her real life. Right. And also it's a an interesting kind of thing that happens. So in order to like spend her time with Freddie as if it's like the real world, she needs to be sleeping 
in her actual life when it's daytime so that she, when she's sleeping, she can be doing the day daytime with Freddie. So if she went to sleep at a normal hour, she would just literally be sleeping but have Freddie there. So it kind of twists her whole life around. So and she's like almost motive. like a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Just so seems unpleasant. For right. I was term. very, very concerned about her and her dependence on this whole uh, thing. And she goes through this for like months, right? Yeah. And I, I feel like, so initially she's kind of like, every time she would wake up in real life, she would just pop another pill so she could fall back asleep. Mm-hmm. But then she was like realizing that, her you know trial wouldn't last forever right so then she started to sort of like save pills mm-hmm. for like special occasions and yeah. holidays and birthdays right <laughs> which is, is like so sweet depressing. but at the same time it's so yeah it's so twisted and it's um and then she realizes that it's like it's heart-wrenching because it's not really freddy's so then they start having like these fights during the time that she's there and she has to drop in and figure out what's gone on since she was last, last there, there. So it was just very, yeah. Stressful. Stressful. And then it started to become unpleasant. And I feel like, so in in her real life, Mm -hmm. her sister gets pregnant, Mm -hmm. which I feel like they weren't sure how she would take it, right? Because she was supposed to be like, you know, marrying Freddie and then he dies on her birthday. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, well, this is clearly showing like the passage of time and like moving forward right. and and how do you be happy for you know your family member when you're still grieving right yeah so it's kind of like addressing that and then in her parallel life when she's yeah. sleeping like her sister also is pregnant but then she loses the baby yeah. right in mm-hmm. the dream world which yep. is like super tragic right and i feel like that's sort of a bit of a transition point in lydia's mind that like oh gosh, the longer that I stay here in this, you know, sort of alternate, um, reality, reality, like the more, I don't know, pain and things that I can experience there, um, that aren't real and real, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it was sort of creating maybe more emotional toll on her than like she needed to have right yeah because especially when you know that happens and then she realizes there's like the these times that are passing by where this person doesn't exist in so freddie doesn't exist in her real life but this person that held a lot of promise you know no longer exists in her dream life and i think that came into like stark clarity on the day that she was supposed to get married Oh, right, yeah. and so she goes back after the her sister in her dream world has the miscarriage, and then on her wedding day, you know, her sister's there, and she's having the same emotions. How am I? Can I be happy having my dream wedding? You know, with Freddie in this dream world, knowing that my you know my sister is currently grieving in this world, when in the reality I'm not spending time with her, where she truly actually is still pregnant and going through a lot of things. And she could really use me in her life, right. and I should try to be a support to her. Yeah, yeah. So they she ends up. I it's. I'm rusty, like how it happens, but she ends up at a meeting for people who are grieving. Yeah, with her friend Jonah or Freddie's friend Jonah. So he was the one that was in the car, right? Yeah. When Freddie dies, he was driving or he wasn't. He wasn't driving, but he was the reason why Freddie was running late and rushing. So he's has like a bit of a guilt complex that it's his fault that Mm -hmm. Freddie has passed away. Yeah, and he 
does he recommend that she come to this meeting? I can't remember. So they wanted she he wanted to meet up with her and he suggested this time, but it ended up I think being this grief meeting that I don't know if she was really prepared or or he mentioned it when they met up briefly. Okay. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And then she wasn't sure if she was going to go in or not, and then she does. Yeah. And so I feel like through that. Late. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because, <laughs> you know, she didn't want to go. Home, yeah. You know, not yeah. sure about it. Right. But I feel like through that group, then she, I feel like she goes in for a tiny bit, and then somehow she gets offended or frustrated, and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it kind of gets the wheels turning about, like, what's going on. Oh, I think it's because Jonah shares that he thinks it's his fault and right. something about um, – Freddie was like turning the radio dial or mm-hmm. something, right? And she and he felt was speeding and like yeah. all this stuff, and so like it's things that weren't necessarily in the police report, and right. so then she felt. Um, I mean, her her understanding of how he died was shaken, right? And, and so she's like, I thought I kind of processed through this, and now like everything that I thought isn't exactly what happened, and so she was right. hurt even more so yeah and the fact that jonah hadn't told her for months on end because they had both pretty much been avoiding each other because it was too hard for both of them right yeah so then (laughs) so she tries to go back to work she tries to you know reestablish her life she does her office sounds so fun it really does it sounds (laughs) like um i don't know like their little inner workings um kind of remind me I think they would just be, like, a really sweet, like, movie or TV mm-hmm. show or something. Yeah. Just the way they're like, we tried to save your job for as long as we could, but, like, eventually we had to we hire had to do someone. Something. Yeah. But then they give her a role in the library. the library, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like, helps start running the children's program. And digitizing things and really, yeah. like, revolutionizing it. And she, I think, maybe starts the children's program? I don't know. I just remember her niece coming in at one point, and she, like, helps to watch her, and mm-hmm. it's sort of, like, a sense of healing and hope in spending the time with the baby yeah um and then jonah shows up because they're you know got Mm -hmm. this friendship going on right they're growing closer yeah but then and so he goes to la because he is writing a screenplay and then um, oh right about about vaguely about like freddie's yeah vaguely about freddie because he freddie was a very gregarious guy and so it was about them growing up because they grew up together from like elementary school um and then all three of them right right yeah okay Mm -hmm. that's important um exactly and um at some point well like when lydia is before she gets into the library job, she um, has a moment where she just decides to leave and go somewhere. Um, oh, she goes right. to Croatia. I about this yeah. part. And so um, she goes to um, Split, I think. Yeah. Croatia, yeah, which is someplace there. I really, really want to go. So, Beautiful. so bad. Um, it's on the Mediterranean. And she just, like, lands. And she, like, finds this cabbie. And he was like, where do you want to go? And she was like, I need to go somewhere. And he's like all right, I'll take you to where I live because my wife runs out a room. And she, like, walks She's in. She's, like, providential, right? He oh, super for creepy. sure. Because it, like, and so it, she realizes that, like, this guy seems legit. Everyone knows him. You know, so they drive, like, an hour into, I don't know, Croatia. And um, then the, the wife, you know, like, takes a look at her. And he's she's, like, stay as long as you need. Right. And, and she gives her a job. A little job. Yeah. So she's just, like able to heal i feel like isn't it right on the water so Mm -hmm. she can like go on her little patio 
spend time outside, go for really long walks, yeah. and then she has a job and a purpose sort of in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and, like, just gives her time to, like, time and space away from probably all of the memories, and, you know, sharing a home with Freddie, and just sort of, like, the life that they built together. Isn't, there's also, like, a pub that they would always go to that she, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, can't can't go to like yeah she had been in a couple times but had a really hard time and so this happens right after her sister has her baby so she goes off and um and because her family she's kind of running away from things but she's not going into her dream world as often she's trying to like reestablish herself and what she wants um but obviously she didn't talk to her family that is there and has been supporting her this whole time so um those conversations that she has with them once she goes to Croatia are really fraught and they were really hard for me to read yeah they you know? were and i i feel like her mom was like newly dating someone mm-hmm. and then her sister has the baby so i feel like in lydia's mind she's like they've got their people and i don't have anyone and mm-hmm. so I'm just going to be here and I'm going to try to like heal myself kind of. Right. But where on their perspective, they were like, you know, we've been there for you and we love you and we want you in our life. And like her sister's like, I really could have used you, Mm -hmm. you know, like I needed help and support with the new baby and you're important in my life and you can't just run away. Because I feel like she's gone for like nine months or something insane. It ends up being like at least six months, if not like close to a year. Yeah. It just went on and on and on. So, but during this time, she and Jonah start having like these like video call situations and they start like sharing and it seems to be wonderful. Really great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I want a Jonah. I know. He's he's just really awesome and they're both kind of both in new places Mm -hmm. but he also is telling you know Lydia you can't run away forever you know like you can't stay here but if you want somewhere else to go like come to LA (laughs) because I'm here that's right yeah um and he's killing it with the uh screenplay and um so then she decides it's time to go back and she was trying to like go back and be excited and be like hey look i'm back and she walks in on her mom and her mom's boyfriend like in a romantic situation and then right she calls her sister saying she's back and she was like cool could have used you like you were saying before where have you been yeah and so it makes it really tricky so um i don't know what what do you think about that whole like going away for so long and expecting things to be like all excitable when she comes back well I feel like it's kind of a very self-centered perspective right oh, so yeah. she's like I need time I need space I'm going away oh now I'm better now I'm coming back and I want you to be excited that I'm here mm-hmm. and they're like okay well we love you you're still part of our family we're glad you're back but like I need to change the baby's diaper and I need mm-hmm. to go grocery shopping and I need to you know like still do the real things about my life that you know don't revolve around you you know yeah so I think that was probably a harsh awakening for her Mm -hmm. but also good for her to note that like while I am and I have been in this grieving process like I need to recognize that there are people outside of myself and not be quite so right because grief doesn't happen in a vacuum right it was even though it was happening probably most acutely to her um it was also happening to everyone around her who loved freddie and her and saw what you know his loss did to him yeah 
And I feel like it's... With her, sorry. Right, yeah, I was like... And Jonah. So we can say him, too, because Jonah. And the fact that, like, they grew up together, you know, meant that, like, her mom knew Freddie for, like, Mm -hmm. his whole life. And her sister, you know, like, he was part of the family, so it's not like she was the only person experiencing this grief. But she sort of made it all about herself, which I can understand, you know, like, she knew him obviously on a way more intimate level and mm-hmm. like was planning to spend her life with him right the fact that he died on her birthday is also just I really know, tragic i'm I like know. oh then every year on your birthday it's always commingled yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's I rough know. but but yeah yeah that's how the book is written yep yep mm-hmm. <laughs> so then so i don't remember how does jonah come back come back in the picture he writes a letter doesn't he that maybe maybe I feel like there's a, there's a letter. Maybe there's a letter. There's some kind of letter. So basically, Jonah comes back and... To the library, doesn't he? Oh, that is correct. Yes. But he's written her... A letter. A letter. Yes. Which is really sweet that mm-hmm. I don't have my book with me. <laughs> so... So if you want to read the letter, even though we've given you a lot of spoilers, read it for it. the letter. Yeah. Oh, he sends her the screenplay. That's what it is. So she asks, um, can I read it? And he was like, ooh, um, you sure about that? And then basically, though the screenplay is about Freddie, it's also about Freddie's best friend, (laughs) Jonah, um, who's in love with With Freddie's girlfriend. Because I, yeah, yeah. He's kind of liked her for forever. Right. But Freddie made the first move, and Mm -hmm. then it was just always... Freddie and Lydia, and Jonah was, like, the sidekick. Right. And so then she comes to this realization, like, oh, my gosh, you care about me, you love me. Um, I just remember something in the letter being, like, so sweet, and mm-hmm. I started bawling, mm-hmm. which is weird because I don't cry that You're much. You're not that much of a crier. But no. I was crying, yeah. and I was on the beach, and I was like, these people are probably thinking yeah. I'm crazy, but. Um, it was. It was very nice and heartwarming. Yeah, it was a really sweet ending. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have more <laughs> details for you. So proof that even, again, even though there are spoilers, go and read the book. Um, and so obviously they end up together, mm-hmm. Jonah and Lydia, and things with her family slowly, but um, surely, you know, they do get better and um, they reestablish their, like, closeness. Connection, yeah. yeah. It's really beautiful. I think, I mean, I would definitely recommend... Uh, people read it yeah I don't know mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta be ready to like cry right yeah it is not necessarily like super happy and to be honest during part of it I didn't like Lydia yeah like it's oh, reasonable I yeah I know <laughs> it's true but when she's in her like self-destructive like cycle of going into the dream world so often like I felt like I could breathe easier reading once she stopped taking the pills yeah you know, yeah. um, because it just, I felt that self-destructive, like I under, it was almost like an addiction, right? I think it was, yeah. right? Because it was like, whenever I take this pill, I just feel this like sense of how things were before and like I can't let go. And so mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep taking these pills to, mm-hmm. you know, now, keep that. One thing that I'm wondering is like, why do you think, so she has this like realization when she's like starting to not take the pills because she goes back and she's having like fights with Freddie. Do you think it was her on some level like telling herself that she needed to stop it? Or do you think it was just some random thing about the pills themselves that were changing or was she changing? I don't know. What do you think? Your questions. I think that I, I don't think that it was the pills. 
Um, my thought is that either it was like a subconscious thing on her level that was like, we can't keep going on like this forever. Or it was a sense of like, if I continue on this path, like things aren't going to be only the happy, rosy things that I remember. Like mm-hmm. it's a real mm-hmm. quote unquote, even though it's fake relationship. Right. And so like no relationship is perfect. And mm-hmm. so I can't like idolize Freddie in my mind and in this like dream world like things aren't always going to be great and mm-hmm. there were hard times in the real life and I think that she was coming to recognize that like there are going to be hard times in this dream world as well which sort of I think made it made it even harder because she knew it wasn't real and so right. she's like why am I like spending my time having fights with this man mm-hmm. whom I love who's not even alive right. like I just need to be able to say goodbye yeah and I, I mean, I think part of that is totally true, but also part of it is like that she was changing. Cause even she mentions like the clothes that she has in the dream world that like obviously are things that have been currently bought in the dream world she didn't fit her idea of herself anymore. Oh yeah. You know, kind of that, um, but... and yeah. um, there was something, oh, because she was coming in so sporadically, it um, seemed as though like. The, the person that she was becoming when she dropped in like confused dream freddy um and so uh, yeah. and that might have been part of what was causing those tension. tensions yeah. because it was kind of like you seem like a different person right now well she is because she's continuing to live her life but i also feel like along with changing that subconscious feeling of this isn't healthy this isn't good for you so we need to stop was yeah. definitely there for sure I think, too, along the lines of you saying, um, you know, in in reality, she was changing. I think she also, you know, was going through all of these hard things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she probably was also just gaining more of a sense of independence, right? Yeah. If she, like, grew up with Freddie her entire life, she never knew a time when it was just her, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. so she was probably determining, like, what do I actually really like to do? Like, what am I actually passionate about? You know, these are yeah. probably... Some areas where, you know, she'd like, I don't know, they always like, whatever, went to this bar on Friday because yeah. it was like Freddie's favorite thing or, And then you know. she starts like redecorating her living room. Oh, yeah. Um, she gets like throw pillows yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, and she puts it in Freddie, what was Freddie's chair. And she was like, this would never have been a, a thing that Freddie would have wanted in this chair, but I like it. Right. And so, it's my house yeah. and, you know, she's mm-hmm. kind of like learning to move, move forward. So I could see that also, you know, having an causing a little bit of tension or whatever yeah in the dream it was an interesting thought experiment like this is very creative to think of the creating this situation yeah i feel like as an author it was very um well i don't i guess i haven't read a ton of the genre so maybe it's not unique but it was unique to me just Mm -hmm. kind of like seeing these like parallel tracks play out and like seeing um yeah what she did with that Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting yeah no yeah what did you think of jonah earlier on I don't remember having (laughs) profound thoughts about Jonah. Yeah, I kind of was just like, oh, okay, there's this guy here. Maybe he'll be important. I don't know. Well, I think I thought, like, oh, maybe they'll end up together. And then Lydia, at a certain point, meets... Oh, yeah. Oh, she runs a speed dating Mm -hmm. event at the library. And then, like, somehow they're short a female. And so she has to sit in. in. yeah. And so then she meets a guy through speed dating and goes out with him that seemed so promising <laughs> did it i don't know I it's just like i don't I, know he seemed hunky and he did seem hunky <laughs> um yeah so she she goes out on like 
a few, a dates, few dates with yeah. him. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, well, maybe I was wrong about Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that does not last. But you were right and about Jonah. I was Jonah. right about Jonah. Yeah. It's just like a stable, you know, characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems. And I think once I, I bought into it, I saw the promise of them as a couple when he was in L.A. and she was in Croatia because that time difference is a difference lot. is a lot and also them being out of their normal environments i think was really good for them even though maybe lydia shouldn't have you know stayed as long as she did <laughs> jonas was with a purpose right she, exactly was, she was started a with a purpose and then it was just like okay and now i'm just content yeah you know thinking only about myself mm-hmm. and jonah and looking right. at the stars right. which sounded magical it did <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so overall it was fun yeah, I would I recommend read. it for sure. Yeah. I think especially, well, I don't know. I was going to say it's like winter's coming and you're like inside more, mm, you know. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, it's also people get sad in winter and right. it's a sad book. So, I mean, I I'd say know. read it in the next like month or wait until spring. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and the author also has the book, is it called One Day in December yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Which is like a fun, cute, um, little rom com. More Christmas Eve time, yeah, Christmas. right? Mm hmm. It happens around Christmas In December. Time. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guys, it's been a long day. Um, but, yeah, that book is also fun. Yeah. Um, and maybe more appropriate for the season. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of season, let's move on from book club. Um, it's fall, it and fall. Anthropology has their Christmas ornaments I on their know. website. I saw and that. I'm so happy. Yeah, but how many more C and M um you ornaments know, do we need the c one is so cute I this know. year so i think you definitely need this year i, I should have waited uh, and like not gotten last year's mm-hmm. and but yeah i was like what's gonna happen one day when i get married and i have like 47 m ornaments i don't know but, but that's you don't your have first to purge. name you know yeah that's then true you just get your husband's first initial yeah but i can't catch up for like the 47 well, maybe I could. I, I mean, I'm sure you could find them on, like, eBay. Right. And then we could just have a monogram Or maybe tree. you're just going to have to, like, hold off and then only get him ornaments for a few years. Yeah. I just feel like the anthropology ones are so cute. I know. They always are really the cute. The M one this year is not that cute. Really? Well, it's not terrible. So but... maybe take a year off, and then that'll be one less that you have to catch up with one day. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I feel like... So the M and the E and, like, one other letter are the same design. Mm. And there's no bow. And it makes me sad because every other letter has a bow. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about bows. I know. You love the bow. And girly things. And it makes me sad. It's also gator colors. And Uh, so mm -hmm. it's not my favorite. Right. Um, But, yeah, anyways, if you just want a little happy scroll. Yeah. Anthropology has their holiday stuff up. I know. Um, When Kristen sent that or put it on her story, I was like, yeah, it even happened on Saturday. Oh I was like, Kristen. Yeah. And on Saturday also, my brother sent me um, an Instagram story or a poster or whatever. I don't know. But the Great British Bake Off is coming, coming back, back on Friday. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that and then I was like, anthropology ornaments. And it was cool outside. Yeah. And it was just really lovely. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that good feeling kind of went away. This week got a little stressful, but yeah. I got to just keep remembering, you know? That's right. Good things Fall are is happening. Fall is happening. Yeah. So. It's great. Life is good. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come back in October. With some point. Some point. Yeah. So keep us on your feet. No hard deadlines. Okay. So yeah, exactly. Things are crazy. We want to make sure we have a few good guests lined up for you. Um, so we'll probably drop back in the middle of October and then 
plan work from there, work from there um, announce a November book club book. Yeah, because um, we have a long book to read for our yeah, real life book club. It's a, it's a lot. Thanks, Emily Lane. Emily Lane, we love you. It's <laughs> fine. So, um, but this was so good to it's like good. talk about it's this good book. To get back in this routine. I know. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Little, little couch mm-hmm. chats. That's sits. right. I don't know yeah. what we call this. I think it's called a podcast. <laughs> okay. You know, like sitting on the couch and like. No, I know it. Know, it is a special Megan Courtney time. It's, yeah, it's a cool you bond know. we have. Yeah. With our listeners, you too. Right, you guys, too. you're here too. Guys, Welcome. it's like, so there's a little space between Megan and I. And About that's where, like that's six where, inches. Yeah, that's where you sit. <laughs> it's cozy. Cozy you sit up in our here. hearts too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coziness yeah. is your favorite thing. Totally. Snuggling, mm-hmm. no personal space. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you sometime in October. Uh, until then, I'm Courtney. And I'm Megan. And we're the, the Grand Millennials. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our account is Grand Millennial Podcast, or you can email us at grandmillennialpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to find us on iTunes, we would love to hear your feedback. Um, if you'd like to rate or review, we prefer five stars only, but we're open to all feedback. <laughs> I mean, I would really like to not have constructive criticism, but I can take it. We can take it. Yeah, yeah one for the team. Right. Okay, cool. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>